I'm definitely gonna sound like a conspiracy theorist in this episode. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses, and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. The reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. Now, I have to apologize straight up front for the sound quality. I am recording these over in a villa in Bali while I'm on holidays. Just the other podcast episodes didn't sync and so my team hasn't been able to cut and edit them. So I thought if I could instead of just going without podcasts for two weeks, I will record them in my villa and get them done. The sound quality is probably not as good as usual. If you love the content anyway, I'm sure that's probably 90% of the reason why you listen to it versus the recording studio that I normally don't record from anyway. <laughs> I normally record from my office at home. But anyway, let's get into it. So I wanted to sound like a bit of a crazy conspiracy theorist today, but I want to challenge you to think outside the box and think a little bit different. Now, I have been one of those crazy cats that got into conspiracy theories many, many years ago. And uh, just like many things that I've done study and research into, I started finding that there was partial truths in some of them. And then there was a lot of really crazy fucking wacky people, just like in all fields anyway. So I want to talk a little bit today about something that you may want to think about and you may want to consider. And it is that, who did you learn from? So when you grew up, who did you learn from? When I went to school, I learned from my teachers and I looked up to them and I thought these people know what they're doing. Just like I looked up to my parents and thought, well, these guys have the answer. I better follow and replicate what they do. So as children, we tend to replicate those around us. And so we replicate our parents, we replicate our teachers, we replicate preachers, we replicate our friends. Now, if you stop and really think about that, are they the people that you really wanted to learn from? I mean, are they crushing it in life? Are they doing the things that you wanted to do? Are they accelerating their personal growth? Or are they stuck? Are they like most people in our society that don't have the most fulfilling relationship that they want, that are struggling financially, that maybe have health issues, that maybe have body image issues, that maybe have self-worth issues? You know, when you stop and really think about it, have we been convinced by a whole bunch of people in our society to just be average, to be mediocre, to fit in? The reason why I'm, I'm talking about this is because I was just working through some of my beliefs the other day and I know that there is part of me that wants to go really, really big and really start to push a lot more content out, but also wants to do many other things as well, including some other businesses that I've had in my back pocket for a while that I haven't launched, that I haven't surrounded myself with. One of them is a medical business. Another one is an overseas development company and I've held off doing those things. Now, I was questioning myself because I've had time to think about this while I'm in Bali and while I'm on holidays. And I thought, you know, why is it that I haven't hit the nail on the head and just gone for it? What is it? And what I started realizing was I was just hitting a glass ceiling of my own. And I know I've gone through many of these before. In fact, I normally go through them about every six months to a year where I feel like I hit my own glass ceiling and I've accomplished what I've needed to accomplish, but then I just feel a bit stuck again. Lucky enough, I have enough of an understanding around human behavior, being probably one of the top human behavior experts in the country, if not the planet. And I used a lot of the tools to just break through it the same as I do every six months to a year. And this is a lot of the stuff that we teach at our Thrive Time event. So I used a lot of those tools, broke through it all, 
and then it just made me really think about where I got those beliefs from. Like, why have I been holding myself back? Now, luckily, it's only been probably a couple of weeks I've been thinking about this, so it hasn't been too long. In the past, I would have been stuck for years, whereas now I know when I start to get stuck and I start to hit a glass ceiling, I just do my work and I bust through it and I just keep going. So I was just thinking about this, you know, why is it that we picked up these beliefs and is this common to other people as well. And from what I've seen working with tens of thousands of people, this is super common. And I started thinking, why is it that we have these glass ceilings? And then when I thought about it, it's because of the people that we surround ourselves with. That from a young age, we get told to sit down. We get told not to talk. We get told what to do, what we should do, what we shouldn't do to fit in, to conform. And so after a while, we start to conform. And the kids that were normally the naughty ones, like I was at school, used to get in trouble and I'd get kicked out of classroom and I spent a lot of time sitting outside of the classroom or I would be punished. I would go home with detentions. I remember when I was at the school, I spent the majority of my grade seven to grade 10 doing Saturday detentions where I had to go to school on a weekend and I would do a four hour detention because I was in trouble so much at school. But I just hated following the rules. I couldn't understand why all the other kids would do the shit that I didn't understand. Like, why did we have to learn the things that we learned? Why did we do have to do the things that we got told to do? And so I was a bit of a non-conformist and I guess I was the naughty one and I was excluded from things and I was left out of things. Now that's become a huge credit to my adult life because now I don't really consider consider myself a conformist, probably to an extent, yes. But also I like to challenge the norm. I like to think outside the square. I like to think differently and I like to challenge the way people think, which is, I guess, why I'm great at what I do because I'm always challenging why people think the way that they think and why is it that people do what they do. And unless you really question those things, maybe a lot of people out there are really, really stuck because they just don't question those things. So anyway, it made me come back and question, where did I pick up those beliefs from? And when I started looking back, a lot of that had to do with my parents and the way that my parents lived and the way that my parents did things when I was younger. Now, my dad's a bit of a non-conformist, so that's a good thing, but my mum is very much a conformist. And so I got told that, you know, I had to go to university in order to get a good job and all of those things, get married, have kids, do all that stuff, which is pretty much everything that I've pushed against throughout my adult life. And I think I've done reasonably well financially and reasonably well in my career by not having gone to university. I'm not saying that other people shouldn't do that. I'm just saying that because I questioned things, maybe that was the reason why I've achieved what I have, but it made me start to question other things like why am I holding myself back now? Why aren't I doing the things that I want to do? It really comes down to just an idea that I've needed to conform, that I needed to fit in, that I needed to do things because I was worried about what other people would think if they fucked up or if they didn't work. And that all came up when I was just balancing out some stuff in my mind. I thought, wow, this is all just me just trying to fit in, me trying to conform, me trying to avoid the judgment and the criticism if something goes wrong. Now, I know that on any journey of success, you end up getting a lot of people who criticize you, who condemn you because you're doing things that rattles their cage. You know, I do a lot of shit that upsets people and rattles people all the time. You know, I've been rattling the mental health industry for many, many years because I think it doesn't work that well. And I think that most mental health practitioners have mental health problems and most people get into that field in order to deal with their own shit that they don't really deal with. They just start working with, you know, their clients in the hope that they're doing a good job and they never really stop and question, am I getting the results that I would want for my clients? Now, I question myself about this all the time, hence why you know I've tried to become financially abundant. I try to look after my health. I try to stay mentally as healthy as I can because I would hate to try to convince someone else to do what I haven't done or what I haven't seen other people do that I've worked with. And so you know, there are a lot of people out there who I think just conform. They go to university, they do a degree and they go, well, now I know what I need to know without questioning it and without even questioning 
whether it works or if it's true. And so there's a lot of people out there who think they're doing a great job in the mental health industry that are actually, I'm not even sure, but based on statistics, the mental health industry is getting worse. And I think that people are now being more convinced that being a victim and blaming other things outside of themselves is a great thing for mental health. And I don't agree with that at all. So I consistently rattle the pot in that. But I've also worked with thousands of people who have had mental health issues, some who have been suicidal, some who have been diagnosed with depression, anxiety, eating disorders, drug addiction, all that sort of stuff. And because of my ability to think outside of the box, I was able to help them in ways that other people haven't been able to. So I rattled that cage. You know, I rattled the cage financially because I get criticized sometimes by people who have university degrees who say, well, you know, you shouldn't be sharing this information because you're not qualified. Well, I don't know what a qualification is and I don't know who determined that a qualification is a qualification. Now, I understand that if I wanted a neuro scientist or a neurosurgeon that I would want them to have some form of university degree, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're good. It just means that they have done a basic level of study to be able to do their job. That's it. And there are plenty of people out there who have medical degrees, who have nutrition degrees. I've seen a nutritionist on TikTok who is morbidly obese and consistently justifies that being fat and being overweight and being obese isn't a problem. And that there's no research and no data whatsoever that has any link to disease and obesity, which is absolutely ludicrous, yet she has a degree. So you have to then ask yourself, is it the degree that then qualifies somebody? Or is it that they have the ability to implement what they have learned and that they have the ability to think through things differently and to challenge things? Or are they just conforming? Or are they just living with confirmation biases and keep reconfirming what they believe to be true, which is what a lot of people do, which is why a lot of people get upset when they have their beliefs challenged. If someone is very balanced about their beliefs, they can have their beliefs challenged and have an intelligent conversation with somebody and have a dialogue or a dialect back and forward with another person to try to find common ground and a mutual understanding. That is the way that intelligent people deal with having their beliefs challenged. There are a lot of people out there though who have their beliefs challenged, who become emotionally reactive and heavily volatile. And that's because they don't like to have their beliefs challenged. They just like to keep doing what they've always done. And they live with this idea of a confirmation bias where they just wanna keep reconfirming what they believe to be true, even if it doesn't work. And that's why there are plenty of people out there who are overweight and extremely unhealthy who justify that it's not obesity that causes health issues. There are a lot of people out there in the mental health industry who keep saying that all this stuff like, are you okay day and all these mental health you know, awareness campaigns and all that stuff are working. I don't think that they are. I think that it causes just as many problems as it does solve the solutions. And there are plenty of people out there who I think do a great job in the mental health industry, but there are also plenty of people who think that by posting, are you okay on one day of the year, that that's making an impact in the mental health space. And the truth is that it doesn't do shit. If someone wants to help, they should be getting out there and helping, but they need to learn. They need to challenge things. They need to ask the right questions. But again, most people just conform. They do what everybody else does. I see conformity in the corporate space. You know, I was even told off the other day because I swore in a forum, in a car forum, not by anyone in the car forum, but by one of the moderators who said, please be aware that there may be people who are offended by your language. Now, I only use the word fuck. It wasn't anything crazy. Now, if you just switch on the radio, the TV, everything these days, that word's just commonly used. It's not a problem really at all. I mean, shit, if you just watch any of Gordon Ramsay's stuff, you'll see that there's a lot of swearing. But it wasn't that anyone in the group was offended. It was that the person who was moderating it was afraid that someone else would take offense to it. So then they jumped in. And that's what's happening a lot in our society at the moment is that people are becoming offended to try and prevent other people from being offended. And so it just creates this craziness in our society. Instead of, you know, if someone was offended, they could have just said, hey, look, I would appreciate if you didn't use that language. Instead of saying, well, you know, because it might offend other people. Well, if it offends other people, then they can fucking say that they're offended. My point is that most people in our society conform. They do what they've always done. They never question it. They never challenge it. And if you keep living that way, then don't be surprised if you fit in 
to the averages and the averages suck. Mediocrity is dog shit. And that is one of my biggest fights. I consistently criticize mediocrity because I think that it stinks. And we've been convinced that fitting in is a good thing. We've been told probably most of your life, anyone who's listening to this have probably been told most of their life that you need to go to school, you need to get a good education so that you can get a good job so that then you can get married, have kids, get the white picket fence and all that sort of shit. Now, for some of you out there who are listening to this, this is the perfect life for you. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you never question it, then you'll never really know. And there are plenty of people out there who are listening to this right now who have become trapped by that paradigm. And maybe you got married, had kids and got the white picket fence and then realized that your whole life fucking sucks because you decided to follow that. How do we get around this? You have to start questioning things. And I think that if you want to live a great life, you need to consistently have more questions than answers. And those questions, you keep searching for answers. And the more you search for answers, the more intelligent you become, but the more of a fucking weirdo you are because you stand out from the masses of people who just do what everybody else does. And that's one thing that I have learned on my own journey is that most people consider you a fucking weirdo and a freak until you're highly successful and you achieve a lot. And then people turn around and say, well, you know, I always knew you'd succeed or you're lucky. And you'll hear shit like that. And some of you who are listening right now know exactly what I'm talking about because you probably get told all the time that you're lucky or you probably get told that, you know, I always knew you'd be successful. But the truth is that most of those people doubted you until you could show them that you were successful. I remember before I posted it on social media that I'd bought my McLaren, most people didn't even say anything to me. Like, you know, the majority of the time, no one ever told me how successful I was. But the day that I posted, which was actually about a month and a half after I had the car. But once I posted on social media that I'd bought that car, my inbox just lit up of people going, wow, you know, it's amazing to see your success and congratulations. You're crushing it. Like you're doing great. Where were those messages before I posted the picture of the McLaren? Like, was it just the one status symbol that people realized that I was actually doing something different and that I was actually succeeding? Prior to that, I think most people thought that I was you know, struggling. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what most people think, but my point is anyway, that the majority of the time for most of you who are listening that I guess what I'm really trying to say is just question everything, question everything, think through things. Don't always conform because conformity can and probably will make you average and mediocre and average and mediocre in Australia isn't too bad. Globally, it sucks, but even in Australia, it sucks. Okay. Because if you're comparing yourself to other Australians and you're average and in the averages, then it might not be a good thing because you are average and you're fitting into 26 or 27 million other people who are doing exactly what you're doing or some form similar. Anyway, get out there driven mofos. If you are different and you're thinking different and you're asking the right questions and you're challenging yourself, you will be criticized. But at the same time, that's why I created our driven mofo community because I know that there are a lot of driven mofos out there who don't wanna settle, who do consistently ask the right questions, who challenge themselves, who have courage, who aren't afraid to just sit back and just cop a massive cactus in their backside like most other people where one day they're gonna wake up and realize that the bullshit that they've been fed their whole entire life was absolute crap and it will normally happen after retirement when most people realize that their superannuation isn't going to get them to where they want to be in life that by the time they get to retirement they're too fucking old to do the shit that they really wanted to do in life anyway and so most people will just give up and i watched my grandparents do that on my dad's side where they just retired and then they just gave up essentially on life they just survived they just scrolled through that was the, i guess their choice but looking at that now and looking back i never want to be in that position i want to live a life that i really enjoy and get to do the shit that i want to do now, which was also the reason why I went out and bought the car. You know, was it the right time to buy it? No, it was absolutely stupid. I would have preferred to keep the money in the business, but I also thought, is this going to be something that one day I'm going to regret? And am I going to be an old guy who can hardly get in and out of the car because my hips don't work, my back doesn't work, or should I just fucking go and do it now because I can? And that's the choice that I made. So anyway, driven mofos, get out there, keep pushing it, keep crushing it, don't conform, stand out, do something different, 
and question everything. Question everything, even question what I teach you as well or what, you know, anything on my podcast, question it. Because unless you question it, you'll never really know what's really true for you. And that's all that matters is you have to find your truth in life, not live by everyone else's truths. Because even Albert Einstein said, today's facts are tomorrow's fiction. And so we need to go and find our own truths in life, the things that work for us and the things that may have worked in the past may not work anymore. Unless you question things, you may not realize that you're just stuck in an absolute fucking rut to nowhere. Okay, anyway, I hope that helps Driven Mofos. Keep kicking it. Keep pushing hard, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Anyway, take care.